try that again. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Are You Determined to Grow? It's your host, Prophetess Denise Kelly and fam. Say hello, fam. Hello, fam. <laughs> hello, fam. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for coming. We are going to be talking again about <laughs> promises of God. This is the fifth promise of God that um, I came up with. And so I just want to share share this with you guys. So I'm going to get Mr. Caleb. He's going to pray us in. And then we're going to go from there. You're on mute and I can't see your face. Oh, God bless this Bible study, Lord. Help everybody that's in need, Lord. Bless us, Lord. Bless everybody in this meeting. Not just us. Not just bless, but I lift us. Lord, give us courage. Lord, give us power. Lord, and I want you to um, bless us. Let's hope nothing wrong goes in this Bible study. Lord, protect everybody. Lord, are safe, Lord. And, and Lord... Make things go better in the future, and not just and uh, don't make people worry about the past. Worry about what's in front of you. And Lord, just name in your name, just name we pray. Amen. 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 <laughs> Amen. The fifth promise of God is going to be coming from the first. So each one of us has the scriptures. So the first scripture, I'm going to have uh. Minister Kelly to read. It's Genesis 15 and 1. Uh, the second scripture we're going to read is Psalms 28 and 7. And Mr. Caleb is going to get Ephesians 6 and 16. And then I have two, two more scriptures. <clears throat> I guess I'll read them or somebody can read them when we get to that part. So let's start out with Genesis. The uh, fifth promise of God is my, he is my shield and he is my protector. Ready? Yep. Uh, Genesis 15 and one. After these things, the word of the Lord came unto Abraham in a vision saying, <clears throat> fear not, Abram, I am thy shield and thy exceeding great reward. Amen. Amen. Psalms 28 and 7. Um, this is NIV version. The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in him and he helps me. My heart leaps for joy and with my song I praise him. Amen. Mr. Caleb, you're up. Ephesians 6 and 16. In addition to all this, take um, shield with faith, with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Amen, amen. The other scripture we're going to be coming out of is 2 Samuel 22. And I'm going to bring it all home. 2 Samuel 22. 
verses two through four. And it reads, <clears throat> and he said, the Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, the God of my strength in whom I will trust, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold, my refuge, my savior. He will save me from violence. I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemies. And the last scripture is coming from Psalms 119 and 14. Somebody can get that one for me. Psalms 119 verse 114. And 114? Ooh, that's a lot. Yeah. Uh, of course, it says, you are my refuge in my shield. I have put my hope in your word. Is that right? That's it. Amen. 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 So what I wanted to talk about is the shield. And I kind of we're going to have a conversation. You know, it's uh, it's going to be a conversation tonight. Um we're going to be talking about what shield or what a shield or a protector means to you. Now, the word shield um, can be shields can be made out of metal. They can be made out of in the olden days they were made out of crocodile hide. Uh, they have been made out of gold in, in um, Solomon's day. Um, so a shield can be made out of anything. Uh, quite a few things a shield can be made out of. But is a shield is a protector. It means armed. It can mean a, uh, a buckler. It can also mean defense. So when we think about a shield, so here's the question. When we think about a shield, what does a shield to you mean? Protection. Protection, okay. Strength. Strength. Blocks and hides. Okay. Okay. Mm, a fortress. Fortress. Okay. All right. So a shield, when you think of a shield, uh, all of those are really, really, really good answers. So... So when I think, when I thought of shield, there's a few things that came to my mind, and you guys tell me what you think. A shield, what is a shield used for? Uh, the first thing I thought of was the SWAT team. They have a shield. Uh, uh, my husband has, uh, some, they have a team that has some, some kind of shields when they have to go in and do different things. A shield is also kind of like a police officer's badge. Uh, on our smartphones, which we still seem to cannot live without, there's a protector, and one of them is called the shield that you put on your to keep it from breaking on your glass. A shield could be your dog in the, in the front yard that keeps uh, things out or keeps things in, depending on which way you want to go. 
and then a mask. The way we have uh, been wearing masks, that's really kind of a shield, a protector uh, for us. So what is a shield used for? So those are the type of shields we have and, and, and what you think about when you have a shield. So what is a shield used for? A shield is used to um, reduce danger or risk, to reduce the impact, to reduce exposure. And so the four things that I thought about as we begin to talk about this is there's a frontal attack. So when someone is coming at you from the front, then you can have that shield that will protect you. So when I when you think when I think of a frontal attack, so we automatically a lot of times as human beings, we think automatically about some physical force coming up against us. But you know that we as human beings, because we are spiritual and Christian, that we have frontal attacks in the spirit, that the enemy can bring people into our lives to attack, attack us from the front. Uh, normally the enemy is kind of sneaky though. So we have to repeat that in mind. So a frontal attack uh, is what a shield is used for. So then we have something to protect our heart. So we have that heart attack. And I am automatically thinking of, when I think of a heart attack, not a heart attack, but a heart attack, <laughs> I think of family because they're the ones that get closest to you, right? And it seems like, woo, when they hurt you, mm, you've been hurt. You know, you can, people outside can say things to you or do things to you, but they're not a part of your family and it bothers you. I'm not saying it doesn't bother you, but when family hurts you, that's a heart attack. And so the enemy uses that attack, that heart attack, to keep you from growing, both spiritually, and he keeps you from growing spiritually for you moving into your next plane or position that God has for you. And the enemy uses family to do that because they're the ones that can get closest to you, right? So I'm going to open it up before I give you the two other attacks. And uh, y'all tell me what y'all think about the two attacks we talked about first, the frontal attack and the heart attack or anything that we've read over. Anybody? Well, the spiritual attack, the attack of spirit, the mind is the battlefield of the Lord and uh, the enemy uh, attacks that way in the mind, a spiritual attack. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. You stole one of my other attacks. It's all right. You got ahead of us. But it's good. Because guess what the Lord does? He confirms and confirms and confirms and reaffirms. Amen. I, yes, amen. <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm still thinking. Um, heart attack. Attack of the heart. Hmm. Um, that um, in my mind, I see, I feel like that that does a lot of damage, more damage than um somebody physically sometimes attacking me. Um, anyway, that's that's what I just thought about. That's good. That's good. 
if you think about it, when 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 you do actually have a heart attack in the in the natural, the damage it does to your heart, it damages all types of vessels. Uh, if you depending on what type of attack you have, you can have a stroke, which you know causes parts of your body to. Whew, so when you have a heart attack, an attack of the heart, when family or friends attack you or mistreat you, yes. That is a lot of damage. And you need the Lord to assist you in, in getting that, getting your things working together. We need the Lord as our physical therapist when it comes to the matters of the heart. We need the word of God to assist us when it comes to matters of the heart. Anybody else on these two frontal attacks or Attacks of the heart, but that's like to change that up. She didn't like that heart attack. She say, "Attacks of the heart." I hope you ain't talking, cause we can't hear you. Mental, mental mind attack, mental attack. Okay, you along with Mister Gary getting ahead of us. You still got two more, two more sides of the shield, but it's okay. Talk about it. What do you think about that when it comes to the mental attack? I, it don't have to go in order. I'll just mess with y'all. Uh, whatever the Lord laid upon your heart. So what do you think about a mental attack? What would be one? Give me an example. Uh, if you have anxiety, you could be overwhelmed and because your mind is just thinking about a bunch of things or you can't handle it, your mind can't handle what's going on so you can have a mental breakdown okay that's good that's good anybody else uh what i thought about was i thought about a rear attack or like a counter attack and uh, how we don't have to really worry about that because god has our back amen he, he didn't give us anything for that part because he knew that he would be our eyes in the back of our head I like that. I like that. That's one of the armor things that he didn't give us in the armor, something to cover our backside. Amen. Amen. So the attack that you guys have talked about, I said air attack or mental, which like it talks about in Ephesians, the sixth chapter, and uh, Psalms three and three. How it talks about we know that Joyce Myers has written a book. It's called Battlefield of the Mind. And, and uh, it talks about the, this type of attack, the mental uh, stress and strain from sometimes not anything outside of ourselves. Sometimes it is things outside of ourselves, but we continue to allow ourselves to continue to talk about or to berate ourselves with the things that happened in our lifetime. So we have to uh, remember that that's the enemy's job. The enemy's job is to attack us mentally. Amen? He is mm -hmm. trying to destroy us. Do, do you guys realize the enemy doesn't want us to have a good life? Y'all realize that? You, 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 do you think that he's just sitting around thinking, you know what? I'm going to let them go ahead and be millionaires. I'm going to let them uh, go ahead and get everything together. I I'm going to let them go ahead and praise God like never before. I'm going to let them go ahead and do the things that, that God has called them to do. I, I, I don't mind that. You think that's what he's thinking? 
No, ma'am. You think he's sitting back saying, well, you know, I think I can handle it. Or you think he's trying to destroy every ounce of us? Yes, ma'am. Every ounce of us. Amen. Amen. So I'm going to open it up for more comments in reference to the mental attack. Anybody else? Give me some, you guys, give me some examples. Katrina came up with anxiety. Give us, give me some examples of some things that you know the enemy has tried to use against you to attack you mentally. You talking about examples? Examples. Oh. Um, it kind of, it can attack and how you, uh, just how you view yourself. Views uh, your self-esteem um, to make you feel you're unworthy of a lot of things. Love, um, um, job, uh, just a lot of things. Um, I did that kind of way mentally. Um, That's good. Uh, stress too. Added stress about specific uh, things. Um, sometimes it can be relationship related. It can be job um um family children you know that's good the devil please other people i didn't hear you say that again caleb devil can use other people to worry you or try to um mess you up other people to bother you, to worry you. Uh, the mind is the mind is the mind is where the battle is really is. It, it goes to it goes into the mind. Is it begins at the mind, then it goes to your heart. And then in your heart you carry it out because there there so lies the issues of life. So therefore uh the Bible warns us over and over again about how we have to safeguard our mind from thoughts and allowing the enemy to get into our head and to try to convince us uh, that uh, God's word is not true. And, and that's where the battle is. Not only uh, that's what we battle each and every day is it, it, what's going on through our head and what's going on through our mind. And sometimes people say things to us and it and it settles with us and it gets into our head and then if we're not careful uh if it's not founded on the word of god if it's not if it's not anchored in the word of god then it takes up root in our heart and then when it takes up a root in our heart then uh we begin to carry out things that are not not of not not of god amen amen anybody else have an example of this mental anguish that the enemy tries to you used to destroy us? Well, the enemy can attack you with finances. Worrying about money, eh? Man. <laughs> <laughs> it make you mentally, you know, focused on that and then get overwhelmed. Amen. Amen. Anybody else? This mental attack that we know that we have, the Bible talks about Renewing your mind, pulling down strongholds. Um, I don't know if this is true or not, but I think um, 
when God told um, Jonah to go to that place, I think the devil had took over his mind and say, don't go over there. Um, and that worried him. So that's why he uh, ran the other direction. Right. So we could have been having the uh, enemy trying to attack us, tell us, don't go over there and help them people. You know what they did to your family? Hey, man, I like that. That's good. That's good. So my next question, I have a question before we go to the last, what I consider to be the last attack of the enemy uh, when it comes to the shield and why we need a, a shield. So well, we kind of talked about that already. I was going to say, so do we feel that all attacks come from the outside or do we have some internal attacks as well? So we kind of answered that a little bit already. Okay. So then, um, <laughs> so the last one is progression attacks. So what do I mean by progressive attacks? So these are the little to me, the minions. It starts out with one thing and then it progresses to something else they try to attack you on and then they try to attack you on something else and you're thinking, what's really happening? Or when we have problems that go in succession, one after the other, after the other, after the other, and it's like, okay, wait, an onslaught of attacks mm -hmm. because the enemy is trying to knock you off your game or trying to uh, make you unprepared or try to catch you off guard, basically, is what I'm trying to say. So progressive or a progression in attacks. And some can start out as small, little attacks. They say something, you know, I, I, God forbid, they call you out your name. Then they start talking about your family. Then they start doing all, all the other kind of stuff. So, I mean, you just have to, uh, you know, be prayed up and renew your mind by re reading that word and prayer and, and making sure that God uh, is a part of your life. Now, do we walk in 100% of the time? I'm, I'm just going to tell you, I'm going to be honest. I do not pray 100% of the time because I live life too. I, I'm not saying I don't pray. And then guess what? This is going to shock you right here. There's times in my life that I got up and went on by my life and then had to remember in the middle of the day, oh, I didn't pray. And the reason what happened to me to maybe remember that I had prayed is that stuff started happening, like little stuff that wouldn't bother me. And I would just be like, why? Y'all know that y'all don't do that kind of stuff. I understand. It's just me. But at the end, I'm thinking, Okay, so why is everything bothering you and getting on your nerves? Because I ain't spending no time with the Lord. Got to spend that time. Got to make a sacrifice. Got to get up early. Got to do one, two, hey, help me buckle my shoe, Lord. Four. Come on, Lord, shut the devil's door. Five, six. Let's pick up some sticks, Lord. Seven, eight. It's go today going to be great. Amen. You know that ain't no wood. He's <laughs> <laughs> picking up some sticks. Yeah, exactly. Picking up sticks, Uh-uh. Don't pay attention no way. So I'm like, let me go and start that seat. Thank God. And y'all are paying attention to me. Y'all are like, that ain't, that ain't the word. <laughs> 
Amen. So here's another question that I have. So when you realize, when you realize that these things are happening to you, sometimes we don't realize them or recognize them right, right away. What steps do we take? First, what preparatory steps do we take before the attack begins? Or what steps do we take in the middle of the, of the attack? And what steps do we take at the end? So these are questions that, you know, y'all can pick either one of them to answer. So what do you do in the beginning before you start an attack or some attack occurs? What do you do while you're in the middle of the attack? Or, and what do you do after the attack is over? Um, obviously, in the beginning, you just stay prayed. Be consistent with praying, your prayer life. Staying prayed up before a situation happens. Um, and even in the middle of it, same thing. Uh, once you recognize, you know, stop at that moment and pray and ask God to help you with that situation and um, um, deliver you what, whatever it is that may be going on or give you favor, depending on what the situation is. And in the end, um, give thanks. And thanks for deliverance, for uh, whatever may have transpired, his will, whatever that may be, um, and all of those. Amen. Anybody else? <laughs> you kind of really summed it up, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. Well, like I heard one preacher say, either you, you in a storm or you're about to go through a storm or you just coming out of one. So with that in mind, that sounds like the cycles of life. Uh with that in mind, like uh, Sister Vanessa said, make sure that you have a a strong prayer life and that you that you you anchored and grounded in the Word, because when you're in the midst of the storm, oftentimes your thinking is not very straight. Mm -hmm. you, you're not you're not thinking you're not thinking straight, and 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 you have to guard your mind against voices, because there's a lot of people talking uh, while you're going through something. But you have to filter what they're saying because oftentimes, though, sometimes they're not talking uh, spiritual things. They're not. They're not talking godly. They speaking from uh, something they heard, uh, something somebody else told them. You know what I'm saying? It, and it has nothing to do with the situation that you're dealing with uh, most of the time. So uh, you have to watch who you receive counsel from when you're going through a storm because if if, if not you wind up in a wreck and, and 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 you don't want you don't want to do that and everything that comes to you doesn't mean that god sent it to you mm. you know especially in a storm because the enemy when you confuse and you daze the enemy got people he done sent to you as well and 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 they're trying to advise you to do something different then what your heart and what God is leading you to do by playing on your emotions or getting you caught up with this and getting you caught up with that. So you have to, you have, you have to be careful who you, you have to be careful who you allow to come, even uh, receive counsel from or to come around you while you're in the midst of a storm. 
you know, if we think about this uh, deal that just happened here in Texas with this ice and, and it's cold, we had never seen anything like it before. I mean, I even talked to some of the old people, some of the old heads, and they, a lot of them said they never saw this cold. I mean, minus three, that was cold it was in, uh, and then it was in Anchorage, Alaska. So Texas was going through a storm. I remember uh, Sister Vanessa and Brother Gary and them had a, a flashlight on, and they was uh, they was at the Bible study uh, trying to figure things out, and uh, they couldn't even see, but they were still there. Right. <laughs> you know, so 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 and then it was talking about the pipe freezing up and and things of this nature, and and I I, I didn't tell y'all, but at our rent house, uh, old school, I, I told him make sure you keep the pipe dripping. He gonna try to remind me to make sure I keep mine dripping. And he didn't keep the pipes dripping, and it busted all the pipes down at the rental house. Mm. And then he then he called uh, then he blamed us for him not keeping the pipes dripping, you know. So uh, so uh, I got. <laughs> you, you say what? Took him to show him what's problems that day. Well, uh, he he's no longer there. <laughs> Thinking we just got rid of one, we don't need another one. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> I'm not can't canker. So I'm messing around. <laughs> oh my goodness! So we're thankful. Would you finish, honey? Yeah, I was done. We're thankful that the Lord um, knows how to, he knows how to help us, you know, even when we can't help ourselves, you know, because uh, sometimes when you're feeling a certain type of way, like some of those days that I go out of here, I'm so busy trying to get everything done that I miss the most important thing that's going to sustain me throughout the day, a little prayer, a little word, um, so it's like it's important. God knows exactly what we need. And so he's always helping us, even when we are not helping ourselves. So we just have to be thankful for that. Amen. Amen. So uh, are there any other questions or anything? Yeah. Uh, what do we eat? One of the fifth things, uh, fifth promise of God is that he's our shield. And I protect, and I think sometimes we just forget, you know, hey, all Vanessa, the things that God is to us. Hey, honey, Vanessa's trying to tell you something. Oh, what'd you say? I said, uh, what are we eating over there? What's going on? <laughs> you talking to Patrina. We ain't eating. Patrina eating something. I don't know what she's eating. Oh, I'm not eating. I'm cooking. Okay, oh, so you're cooking. What you cooking? Uh, I'm trying to make some fajita tacos. Okay, okay. Okay. 
Where's the uh, macaroni and cheese? He wasn't there, and that's why I know he told him. Yeah, he wasn't there. He wasn't there. So you had to tell him. And by the way, I asked all my other friends, and they said, all Black people bring mac and cheese. So that is not a white dish. It is a, all your friends are close to white. So they that's why they do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Look at soul food. Look at the movie Soul Food. Mac and cheese is a soul food item. Go to any soul food restaurant. They're going to have Thanksgiving. mac and cheese. They know how to yes. cook. Yes. Yes. <laughs> You're the that. only person I ever know that ain't had no mac and cheese at no Thanksgiving. We had none like that. We, we had none. <laughs> <laughs> and then you talk wrong. Oh my goodness. All right, you guys. So we got like two minutes. We need to go on and pray it out. (laughs) Mac and cheese. (laughs) Oh, uh, honey, you finished out. Did you practice? Who practiced in? Taylor. So we're going to shoot it to the Montgomery's since uh, my friend is cooking. I wouldn't get her, but she's cooking. I don't want to burn up nothing for the baby. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, we thank you upon this day. We thank you that uh, laughter is good for the soul. We thank you, Father, that that that, that the whole thing uh, is permissible. It's permissible, that is. Uh, thank God for Jesus dying on the cross. Thank God for Denise and Kelly and Patricia and Caleb. Thank God for the word that came forth. Uh, every family represented here this evening. Lord, we ask that you bless. Put your covering over me. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. Amen, amen. amen. Thank you guys for coming. Are you determined to grow? Hey, hey yes, brother Lord. I yeah, I, I, I want to.